team. Welcome to the Freedom Hut. We've got some big stories to get to today. You got thousands of Haitians uh, allegedly being let into the United States after their illegal crossing at the U.S.-Mexico border, despite Biden saying that that was not going to happen. The media figures out the Hunter Biden laptop is real, plus the Fauci madness grows in this country and is at its terminus in Australia. And the White House press pool is complaining about Joe Biden not taking questions. What a shock. We will get into all this in a moment. First, big tech monitors us, censors us, deep platforms us. And conservatives have been helpless to do anything about it until now. On Getter, you can talk with friends and family and express your political beliefs without fear of Silicon Valley liberals coming after you. Join Getter, the social media platform that supports free speech and opposes cancel culture. Getter is led by former Trump advisor Jason Miller, who saw what big tech did to President Trump and decided to fight back. Getter is the fastest growing social media platform in history with over 1.6 million users and growing, including conservatives like Mike Pompeo, Steve Bannon and me, Buck Sexton. Join Getter. It's in the App Store, the Google Play Store and at Getter, G-E-T-T-R dot com. Unlike the Silicon Valley oligarchs, Getter will never sell your data. Send a message today. Join Getter. It is time to cancel, cancel culture. Now we have been told by the Biden administration, don't worry, the situation at the border is under control. It's a challenge, but it is not anything to be overly worried about. Right? That's what they tell you. That's what they want you to believe. And you say, well, hold on a second. What is going to happen? Here is the most pressing question about the U.S.-Mexico border and the thousands and thousands of Haitian migrants, largely from countries like Brazil, where they were already perhaps in Mexico, what's going to happen to them? I mean, if we don't have an open border, this is such a clear instance, such a clear case where you would expect that they would be turned away, right? This is something that you can't play too many games with this before before people figure out Hold on a second. We're, we're being lied to. And then that brings me to where we are now, because the latest reporting is that thousands of these Haitian migrants, illegal aliens under U.S. federal law, are being let into the United States. There have been 14,000 or so camped out under a bridge in Del Rio, and they have been thousands of them have been released with U.S. notices to appear at an immigration court in 60 days time. So in 60 days time, they're supposed to appear with uh, they've, they've got this notice and they're not going to. I can assure you that's not going to happen. And some of them are being put on planes. You'll notice the initial reporting from our media was, oh, they're being deported. No, they're not. They're being flown on planes at taxpayer expense to other parts of the United States for processing. You see, when we see a surge of people at the border and a surge of resources to deal with them, the thought is, well, they must be sending so many people down there in order to stop the flow and enforce the law. At least that's what you would assume if you didn't understand the Democrat thought process here. But that is not, in fact, what is happening here. That is not the situation as it is playing out. No, they are making it easier. They're making the processing smoother and more efficient. 
So you've been lied to. I mean, that's the fundamental takeaway here. You have been lied to about what's going on at the border by the Biden administration, which I know is not even the least, not even the least bit surprising. But understand where the Democrat left is on this issue, and you see where all of it is going. For example, here is Ilhan Omar, who is saying that illegal aliens, well, you can hear what she says about All the TPS recipients, DACA recipients, and undocumented people never forget that you exemplify the very best of our country, and you belong here. Illegal aliens are the best of America. That's what she said. Illegal aliens, she calls them undocumented, but the proper legal term is illegal aliens are the best of America. If we don't control who's here, how can we claim to have a true polity, a political union? On what basis can the U.S. government tell me that they will take away my freedom if I do not pay the taxes they demand without even knowing or determining who comes here and why? How can we have a representative form of government if anyone from anywhere in the world can show up and be treated the same as somebody who's lived here, born here, raised here? These are questions the left doesn't even begin to try to answer. They just like this idea of an open border. What does it mean to be an American? I mean, you have to wonder, what is an American in the eyes of the left? You know, remember, the Marxists from the earliest days, you go back to the Bolsheviks, you go back to the October Revolution. One of the big problems they ran into was that they were pushing for this international union of the working classes, right? The workers of the world unite. But even people that were sympathetic to the promises, the false promises of socialism and Marxism would say, well, hold on, I, I still maybe I want to be a socialist, but I want to be a German socialist or an Italian socialist. You know, I, I want some sense of community and order. I don't want this to be somebody on the other side of the planet who speaks a different language from me has a say in my life or what I'm doing. Because at some level, you understand the further away from the individual the centers of power gets, the more subject you are to unaccountable tyranny and the less the environment around you, the laws you live with, the culture, the language you're dealing with reflects what you want in your life. Right? You, the further you get. And this is even very much instilled in us because of our own form of government. Right? We have local, state and federal power with different areas that they are able to influence and that's intentional right do you do you want the federal government deciding whether the pothole on the corner of your street gets fixed no of course not why is that because they don't care and you're going to suffer and now you can extrapolate that out to so many other things when you look at the way the left approaches immigration their version of it is you show up here you're an american well if that's the case what does it even mean to be an american is it a is it a culture, a system of law? It's certainly not a rule of law. So what is it? You just want to be here because this is a place, a geographic reality with a concentration of wealth currently, although that may not last that much longer if this keeps up. And if this is not if this is too far or too much of a, a deep dive into the underlying philosophy, I just want to know where does the left draw the line? Is there such a thing as too many illegal immigrants into America? The American people think so, but the ruling elites don't. Gee, I wonder why that is. 
because they don't view the newly arrived illegal aliens who are breaking U.S. law to get here as a challenge to their power. They view it as actually making their power even more solidified. They view these individuals showing up as the future working class, serving class, if you will, and votes for the Democrat Party that provides the benefits of the state, of the welfare state, to the newly arrived. And thus the cycle continues. They don't want this to stop. They pretend, the Democrats pretend they want it to stop because right now the American people oppose what's going on but if they can make enough new americans who arrived here illegally remember they just tried this this is not some crazy theory i've come up with the democrats pushed for eight million illegals to be legalized in the last reconciliation bill if the senate parliamentarian had let that go through it could have become u.s law and once you legalize somebody as you know you're never going to make them illegal once you give someone permanent status in the united states it's all over they're staying forever but let's just circle back for a moment to they've been telling you for days, don't worry, the border isn't open. This is what Mayorkas and others have said. The border isn't open and there will be deportations happening. There will be things going on here, but that's just not true. They're letting everybody in and it's really up to the state of Texas and Governor Abbott to try to hold the line here. Here's Governor Abbott in Del Rio, Texas. Yesterday, President Biden campaigned on having open borders in the United States. I'm sure most people, when they, they heard of President Biden, either when he was as a candidate or as president, talk about open borders, they had no idea it would lead to the type of chaos that we've witnessed just behind me for day after day after day. Contrary to what Kamala Harris talked about, about trying to solve this problem in the Northern Triangle, what the world is witnessing now is the open border policies that are being utilized by the Biden administration. It attracts people from across the entire globe, including people coming from more than 150 different countries. 150 different countries. Remember when it was just people fleeing the devastation of climate change in Central America? They come up with these narratives that aren't true, and it's meant to distract or shut down the criticism of what's really going on. And it's just, as you see, it's not true. It's not reality. It's a major problem, a major challenge uh, that they're dealing with here. And they don't really care about the fact that it's changing the country. They want it to. They believe this is a good thing. And that's why they lie about it. This is why they lie to you about what's really happening, because they can't actually explain honestly to the American people what the policies are here and what's going on. For example, OK, Buck, where do they lie? There was so much discussion from Jen Psaki, from Chuck Schumer, from you name it, top of the Democrat Party, VP Harris about the images of Border Patrol whipping Haitian migrants. A blatant, flat-out lie. Didn't happen, never happened. We know it didn't happen. Do they care? No. Then, just like when they lie about a hate crime somewhere, you know, whenever the left lies about a hate crime, what do they do? Do they say, sorry, we told you a lie? No. They say, oh, but we were raising awareness. So at first, it's Border Patrol is whipping Haitian migrants, and this brings back the most you know, evil 
a part of our past as a nation and all this stuff. You are you know what all the connections are that they're trying to make with this narrative. And then it turns out, no, these are reins on a horse and no one was whipped nor even attempted to be whipped. And what do they say? Well, it, just the fact that it made us emotional to believe the lie shows how emotional the situation is. No, that's not how this works. The lack of accountability from Democrats on this stuff is disgusting. It's disgusting, honestly. And here is Vice President Harris, for example, because I mentioned the kind of things that she's saying about this. Here she is. What I saw depicted about um, those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And um, I fully support what is happening right now, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there. Um, But human beings should never be treated that way. And I'm deeply troubled about it. What's going on is nothing. The investigation will find nothing. She's just lying. Just lying. Why? Because better to pose as the guardians of the oppressed against this imaginary oppression or this imaginary threat of being whipped by Border Patrol than to actually face the reality of what the Democrat Party has become right now. My friends, they're lying to you. They don't feel badly about it. Just like with Fauciism and COVID and all the rest of it, they lie to you and they think they do it for your own good. They think that lying to you is a righteous act. Make no mistake about it. Let's talk about Fauciism in a second. But first, MyPillow, amazing products. Do you have a MyPillow yet? Why not? I'm telling you, get one. You get a 60-day money-back guarantee on MyPillow products. Sleep with it for a few nights. See how it does for you. Also get the Giza Dream sheets. I'm telling you, the best sheets I've ever had. Honestly, the best sheets I've ever had. They're so soft. They're amazing. You'll, you'll put them on your bed and you'll think, I mean, these are like what the sheets at the department store that, you know, cost three times as much of this, four times as much as this. This is what they feel like. But these are Giza Dream sheets from Mike Lindell's MyPillow at a great price. Plus, they've got towels, slippers, the mattress topper. You should really just outfit your whole bedroom, all of your home products you can from MyPillow. That's what I've got at home. You should, too. Right now, you can get great discounts on all MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. You'll see rotational offers up to 66% off products like their pillows, the mattress topper, and the Giza sheets, but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Enter promo code BUCK for these great radio specials. That's promo code BUCK for these amazing radio specials. Oh, the COVID crisis. Nancy Pelosi's a person who is very pro-mandatory vaccination, of course. And just to give you a sense of how smart she is, here she is. Thank God for President Biden for putting us on a different course where uh, over 150,000 people have been fully vaccinated and more vaccinations that's back on the uptick. That's right. Over 150,000 people. More people are going to listen to this podcast that have been vaccinated. (laughs) Nancy Pelosi is really excited about this. 150,000 people that have been vaccinated. I mean, first of all, it's over two. I know she meant million, of course, but it's over 200 million at this point. My friends, the data out of the UK, data don't lie. You know how scoreboard don't lie? Data don't lie. 
The data out of the UK, the data out of Israel tells us that vaccine protection goes down dramatically. If you've been vaccinated for more than four or five months, the latest data indicates that your actual level of protection from the virus is more like 60 percent, which is a huge difference from 90 or 95 percent, which is what we were told. Right. Oh, and it's 60 percent now. It will go down more in time. Right. The antibody level keeps dropping. Now, even maybe if you're only at 20 percent protection from the virus uh, from infection overall, maybe that will help keep you out of the hospital or keep you from dying from the virus. That is the final. Just to be clear, the last uh, the last bastion of uh, of Fauci defense here is, oh, but the vaccine will keep you from the vaccine will keep you from getting hospitalized or dying. If you look at the data in the United Kingdom. We, I talked to Senator Ron Johnson about this yesterday with Clay. Seventy percent of people in the last 30 days. Now, not the whole year. In the last 30 days, 70 percent of people who have died from covid in the UK fully vaccinated. I've checked on this data. I've, I've run it through other sources and I've said it's almost hard to believe. Does anyone in this country know that? No, they don't want you to know that. Why is it that the UK and Israel have better data than we do? Why is that the case? Ah, because maybe the apparatus of control in this country doesn't really want doesn't really want there to be better data, because if you could look at it yourself, if you could view the scorecard of what has really been happening in this country uh, and what will be happening in this country, do you think maybe you'd have a very different feeling about the vaccine mandates and the Fauciite dictates around it? Yeah, I think you would. I think we all would, which is really the point. It's something that I, I see what's going on in Australia right now. And I'm so disappointed in my fellow Americans, honestly. Um, I, I hold the left to a very low standard, but I would think that they would see in Australia uh, a woman marching outside with a placard in broad daylight, bothering no one, but being opposed to vaccine mandates or being opposed to the full on lockdowns they have in Australia and and then being arrested with her screaming child, being thrown in the back of a van, locked up and processed. You would think that even Democrats, maybe not leftists, but, you know, the more centrist of the Democrat Party, Democrats, they're not centrist overall, would see that and say, that's disgusting. We can't do that. And now what I realize is that half the country sees mothers with their children being locked in the back of vans because they disagree with outright tyranny, with moronic totalitarianism in Australia that does not even do what they promise it will do. It does not stop the spread of the virus. It is not keeping people safe from the virus. Caseload all time high in Australia in the last month with all the intense lockdowns, all the things they're doing. And they see women being locked up in police vans with their screaming children. They say, Man, if only we could do that in America, maybe then we could get all these Trump supporters to comply. And they just create this mental block where they don't think about all the black and Latino Americans who aren't getting the shot and won't get the shot. Should they be locked up with their children in the back of vans, too? Oh, no, it's only the white male Trump supporters who don't want the shot that are the problem. This is what they really think. This is what they really believe. It's it's ugly, friends. It has gotten beyond just I disagree with them or I think this is ugliness playing out before us. It's wrong 
what is happening here. And we, we, we are in a fight. We are in a fight. The people walking around outside with masks on are either emotionally, uh, emotionally, you know, incontinent people that are afraid beyond any reason, or they are just the automatons of Fauciism and like this totalitarianism. There is there's nothing else. It's inexplicable otherwise. And what you see is that there's nothing too stupid for the Fauciites to do. There's nothing that they find so embarrassing that they say, hold on, maybe I should rethink who I listen to here. Speaking of rethinking who you listen to, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is trying to uh, avoid answering questions. Why is that, you think? No joke. Shots. Get the shots. Vaccines. Get more vaccines, more shots. It's the science. It's the science. This guy's an idiot. Always has been. But now he's a really old, not up for the job, declining idiot. You know, I mean, also, you see these world leaders, you know, with Boris Johnson and uh, and Biden yesterday wearing masks inside. What the what are they doing? It's all for show, friends. It's all for show. I wear a mask because I'm smart. Wearing, wearing a mask at this point is honestly a sign of a lack of either a lack of backbone or a lack of intelligence. That's it. I'm past the like, oh, but, but you know, but maybe. It, but, but, but. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. We have look at the Bangladesh study. Oh, you maybe 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 it reduces spread like two percent or something. I'm sorry. I'm not living my life breathing through a cloth because of the possibility of a margin of error reduction in aerosolized virus that has ripped all across the world already. Give me a break. What about the what about the N95 mess? No. No. And you see them too. They'll they'll be outside with a mask, they'll be inside without a mask. They put them on for the camera, they take them off when the cameras leave. The whole thing is preposterous. But here's what happens when White House press corps tries to actually ask Biden a question democracies in the world and we got a lot of work to do so thank you all very much thank you let's go thank you thank you guys let's go shut up don't ask questions my boss is a moron we all know what's going on here they're they're trying to get, they're trying to stage manage the whole thing. This is Biden from the basement to the Oval Office, but it's Biden Biden in the basement now running the free world. That's what's going on here, <clears throat> which is bad. In case you didn't figure that out, and now you've got some in the White House press corps who I mean, look, they are the little toadies of this administration to begin with. But it is pretty funny to see what's going on here. It is pretty funny to see that now they're finally saying, oh, well, hold on a second. We're not, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're not getting to ask Biden questions. We don't like our treatment. We're not being treated fair. Yeah, of course you're not being treated well. The point of having a White House press corps in a Democrat administration uh, is that you are supposed to talk about how great they are. I mean, here is here's the actual statement from the White House press pool. The entire editorial component of the U.S. press pool went immediately into Jen Psaki's office. They wrote an angry letter. I'm reading to you from the angry letter. 
to register a formal complaint that no American reporters are recognized for questions in the president's Oval Office and that Wranglers loudly shouted over the president as he seemed to give an answer to Ed O'Keefe's question about the situation of the southern border. Biden's answer could not be heard over the shouting. Saki was unaware the incident had occurred, suggested she was not in a position to offer an immediate solution. Yeah, no crap. Uh, Saki suggested the president takes questions several times a week, yada, yada. Yeah, they're protecting him from from having to answer tough questions. Or I, I, not even really tough que- questions on the fly. That's what they're doing. They're trying to make sure he doesn't have to answer questions that he's not prepped for that are not essentially staged. This is the uh, leader of the free world. This is the the guy that we're supposed to turn to in, in times of peril. I mean, I, I I am angry at Democrats, but I'm not surprised at all at Democrats for what they have done here uh, with the foisting of Biden upon us. It is not a surprise. It is not different than what I would have expected. But wow, they are reckless, absolutely reckless. Oh, and there's more Biden stuff we got to talk about in a second. Remember the whole Hunter Biden laptop story uh, that the social media companies, Facebook and Twitter, shut down right before the election? We, we knew the laptop uh, story was true. Obviously, it was true right away. Just because you read it, you go, oh, OK, so they've got it. They've got it. But nope, nope. They tried to shut it down. There's an update on that. But first, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation helps us keep our commitment to never forget this year, the foundation is honoring Gold Star and fallen first responder families with young children and catastrophically injured veterans and first responders with 200 mortgage-free homes. Chairman and CEO Frank Siller is paying tribute to the fallen by walking from the Pentagon to Shanksville and on to Ground Zero, more than 500 miles through six states in 42 days, the month of August through 9-11. Towers of light are to shine at the Pentagon and Shanksville memorials in remembrance. The names of those we lost to 9-11-related illness are being read aloud at a ceremony on September 12th. And on Veterans Day, the names of those we lost in the war on terror will also be said out loud. Do good and help America to never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Tunnel to Towers Foundation, please do donate. Hunter Biden laptop story. Get ready for the shock of a lifetime. Get ready to be uh, mind blown here. Politico confirms this was just just the last 24 hours. Amazing. Politico confirms Hunter Biden laptop emails after media uh, declared Russian disinformation. Yes, that's right. Politico. Finally, the, the, the sleuths at Politico, the crack reporting team there has said, you know what? Those emails, the Hunter Biden laptop, it was all real, folks. It was all real, including the mentions of. The big guy, Joe Biden, the now president and China and all that's all of it is real. All of it is real. Social media companies shut that down before an election. I mean, to me, it's it's really a form of cheating before an election to do this. I mean, it's a form of fraud against the American people for the biggest mass communication channels. I mean, what would we say if there was a, a scandal in some other country, in some other third world country? You know, the president is having, you know, an affair with his with his butler or his maid or something, you know, whatever. Right before in some country that we think of as a tin pot dictatorship. But, you know, they have kind of whatever elections. Right. And, and then that that government shut down the Internet the day before the election. What would we say about that? Oh, well, the Internet is privately owned in that country. So no big deal. That's a fair election. No, we absolutely would not. So to people who see this, I just would say, 
At what point do we get to, to, to claim that this last election was not free and fair insofar as the American people had the information flow necessary to make an informed decision cut off by the tech and social media oligarchs? I mean, it wasn't a big election differential in the states that mattered. We all know that. So every little bit counted. Every little bit helped the wrong side. But no justice on this one. That much I can assure you. But yeah, the Hunter Biden laptop is real. No surprise there. Thanks for being with me, team. Please uh, make sure you spread the word about the Buck Sexton Show podcast. It is out every day. As you know, we get through all of it super fast. Great thing to listen to on your uh commute or on your way home and i'll be back with you tomorrow oh make sure you subscribe to uh, bucksexon.locals.com please become a supporter too talk to you tomorrow shields high